Well, welcome to See Here Love. I am your host, Melinda, and I'm coming to you from my kitchen in my home in Burlington, Ontario. And I'm so excited because today we are actually virtually in British Columbia, where we start off our coast-to-coast conversations across Canada, uh, hitting every province and territory as we go learning from amazing women about uh, God and what he's doing, hope stories and encouragement. I'm so excited to be here in British Columbia, beautiful British Columbia. And what I love, too, is my co-host on this crazy adventure is none other than Anne Miranda. Welcome, Anne. It's so good to have you here. And with us, I love that you are my co-host on this journey, and uh, so great that you're here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm so sorry. All of a sudden, I was muted, and I couldn't unmute, and I felt like I was in a vortex. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How do I get on this thing? I am doing really well. Like, I'm from Surrey, British Columbia. I am coming to you from my, this is my office, um, and I'm just really thrilled. And oh, Pastor of Women's Ministries at Village Church here in Surrey, and uh I'm a mama of two wonderful kids, and I'm learning how to do this homeschool thing at the same time as working full-time, all this fun stuff. Married to an amazing man named Carlos. He is a true romantic Latino, uh, and just having a lot of fun right now in this this season, and trying to uh, stay centered and focused as we're navigating through really interesting times. Amazing. I know you have a love for women across Canada. Absolutely. Uh, one of my massive passions is developing women in leadership uh, under a network called Leverage. And it just I, I, th- I believe I've just been um, gifted a front seat, a row in the front seat to see and witness women developing across this nation and rising up to what God has called us to do. Amazing. I'm so glad you are co-hosting with me, Anne, and I'm looking forward to your thoughts too as a as a BC, a BCer today. So That's right. I'm a BCer today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, we have special guest Vicki Yates. Vicki, welcome. Tell us who you are. Um, welcome, everybody here, and I'm just excited to be uh, online. Um, I'm from Langley, British Columbia, and um, I'm a, um, a mom of uh, two kids and a two of a grandma to two. And um, I'm also been married for 35 years uh, to my wonderful hubby. Um, we moved to Langley only about five years ago. Originally, our whole lives were in Victoria. So we were on Vancouver Island for uh, 50 years. So um, I've recently retired. I was with 30 years with the province of BC and uh, recently retired this past year. And um, just taking some time now to uh, uh, determining where I'm going, where God's leading me. And but my passion is um, I align with Anne very much so, and other leaders uh, in the Lower Mainland here of, of women in leadership and and how to develop the younger women um, that uh, uh, that when I was younger in the church wasn't likely um, something that would be there. So um, just trying to look where that goes, navigate those waters as I as I go through this next year. So amazing, welcome, Vicky. I'm glad you're here. Next, we have Alita Friesen. Alita, welcome. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so I am from originally from Houston, Texas. 
So <laughs> I'm an American girl. And when I met my husband, he's Canadian. He scooped me up and brought me up here. So we have four awesome kids and they're all dual citizens. And we live in Langley right now. And we are actually preparing though to move into the heart of Vancouver with a church plant. Um, and it's called The Way Vancouver, where I will actually be serving on the teaching and pastoral teams. So that church launches in September and we're super excited. But in the meantime, we're, we're here in Langley and we're actually just like maybe five minutes away from Vicki. So she's a neighbor and a friend. Um, anyways, but yeah, we've been at CLA and I've been involved in women's ministry there and I was on staff for a little bit until now we're, we're moving over to, to Vancouver. But um, yeah, I love it here and very much feel like uh, this is home now. So yeah. Amazing. Well, I'm glad you're here, Alita. All right, Stephanie Wright, welcome. Thank you so how, much. How's all of our hair doing as you can see <laughs> in the pandemic? <laughs> I, I have roots for days too, don't you worry. <laughs> I have not been getting my hair done or had it done at all during this. So yeah, I am Stephanie Wright. I um, have had the privilege of owning a um, hair salon down in uh, White Rock, BC's um, beach. Uh, for 15 years, it will be in October. And um, I have a daughter who's in grade six. She's 11. Awesome husband for 15-ish years too, 14, 15 years. I don't even know. <laughs> and um, yeah, I love mentorship. Um, I love that one-on-one -on -one connection with my staff um, where we're mentoring and I'm helping with develop growth within them and get them to their potential. And yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Amazing. Let's start with our first question for all of you, which is what I really want to sort of focus on provincially. But what is something unique to your city or in British Columbia that you just love? Letting all of us, out, for some of us that are living outside of BC, what do you love about your city or province? Let's start with you, Vicki. What would you say? Um, I love that we're a sea to sky. You can be in the morning in Vancouver on the beach and then two hours north um, heading up and going skiing at Whistler. So I love that flexibility and that ex expanse. So that's what I love about beach. Sea to sky. Yeah. Awesome. It's beautiful. Stephanie, what about you? Um, I, she stole mine. <laughs> that that is the same thing. You know, I'm a. I grew up in um, little town called Tawasin, where our days were walking the beaches, and then we would go, you know, skiing um, in our local even uh, mountains in Vancouver, Grouse, Cypress, Seymour, and and stuff. So I love that same thing that we can be hiking and we can be at the beach we can be in the mountains like you can enjoy so much in bc yeah beautiful alita yeah i was gonna say the same thing i mean it, it is unique to vancouver we have this beautiful we're in such a beautiful location to be able to do both things but i would add to that that as i mean because i am american i do love our proximity to the border and we can just drive across and um come go back and forth and we can hit up target and then drive back across there's <laughs> you know what i'm saying right like there's <laughs> go to trader joe's and then come back in the afternoon there's some beautiful things like that but generally i mean you just can't help but in like see mm -hmm work of the Lord when you go outside in Vancouver in summertime is just these are the we put up with the other 10 months of rain for the two months of summer and it's so wonderful so 
Love it here. And your thoughts about living in BC? Yeah, I, I believe the majority of us are here because of the weather and the, the beauty and splendor of creation. Um, I think that it's just, it's, it's such a beautiful place. And whether we live in the suburbs, whether we're in the city, whether we're up north or in the Okanagan, every part of it is you just said are in awe and splendor of God's, the, the work of his fingertips. So, mm. yeah, I believe that is what I love so much about this side of, the, of Canada. Yeah, I love it. When I have visited, it's, it, I would say all of that. Uh, for people here in Ontario, our dream is to eventually migrate and live in British Columbia. And for all the people from Ontario that have moved over to British Columbia, they've never come back. I have a lot of friends and family who have never made it back to Ontario. We've all kept them there in D.C. <laughs> now, Anne, when we were talking about this whole coast-to-coast -coast conversation, your heart was really about, you know, learning about what was happening in each province and these hope stories. Uh, give some sort of framework about that. And then I, I'd love Vicki and Alita and Stephanie to share about what are some of the hope stories and things they're seeing um, in BC today. Right. I think that, uh, so I'm one of those that was born in, in Ontario. And then uh, we, my family and I moved to Alberta. And then we moved to British Columbia. So I kind of have this perspective, this national perspective. And my family scattered all throughout Canada. And as we were talking about what this could look like, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, let's hear the stories of women who are loving Jesus day in and day out. Uh, they're not seeking after some kind of like microphone or some kind of platform. They're just living it out in their everyday life, living it out with their family, living it out in their business, living it out with their uh, neighbors. And let's talk to those women, the, the, the women that really, as we rise up, we, we, we um, are part of a movement of women that are believing in Christ. Because the interesting part that I'm realizing now with this COVID situation is that we're all equal. There is no stage, right? There is no, somehow in our minds, we've created a hierarchy of some sort. And there is none. Before the Lord, it, everybody is equal playing field. And so to hear the story of my sister is where my heart really lied as we started to develop this and, and brainstorm and dream a little bit. Let's hear what is happening in each individual life. Yeah, that's so good. Let's start with you, Alita. Uh, sort of the hope story in your city, um, city and maybe, I mean, if you want to go bigger into province about what God is doing today in British Columbia. Yeah. So you sing, I, you sing yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that, you know, we are, these are unprecedented times. And so we're all having to find unique ways of um, continuing forward in community and can somehow continuing to like be the church, even though we can't gather together. And so I have just been proud, I think globally and um, locally of seeing the church rise up in that. And we, the creative people to see their minds beginning to spin and develop, it's just been so awesome. But um, I would say one thing I've seen locally within Vancouver at our church plant um, even though we haven't actually planted yet, we do have um, a launch team. And we identified a need fairly early on in um, the city of Vancouver where there's quite a few care homes. And if you've been following the news, you would know that care homes here in um, the lower mainland have been hit quite hard by COVID. And so they, they kind of shut down pretty early on visitors from being able to go there. So there was these 
seniors and these um, elderly people who were not able to visit with their families and they were missing just that one-on-one connection. And um, so what we actually did is we created postcards, 400 of them, and our launch team just wrote handwritten notes. And then in a safe, sanitary way, we, we locked them up, put them in the freezer, I think for like a week or 10 days or something, and then delivered them to different care homes in Vancouver. And just the response we've gotten back from the workers there saying, you wouldn't believe, I mean, it, maybe it sounds small, you know, like what, what is that really going to do? But they have just been writing back saying that's, it's been awesome to see these, um, people who are kind of coming alive and realizing they're not forgotten, they're not alone, and we're all in this together. So it was just something small, but, you know, kind of how can we be the hands and feet of Jesus right now? Um, Of course, we try to do that with our neighbors and those sorts of things. But that was one, I think, tangible, what have we done? And it it was awesome to be a part of. Beautiful. I love that. Well done. That's awesome. Vicki, what about you? What hope stories you seeing of love and kindness being demonstrated within your city? Um, we, um, similar to what Alita was saying about sending out notes, um, our church um, created postcards to mail in um, 60,000 of them went out just to remind people of, of online services and how we can reach out in very easy way for somebody to get experienced in church that has never entered a church building before. Uh, so that, that was encouraging. But I think the most um, that I've seen is um, we have a, a bus ministry at our, at our church and we have a, a minister, a pastor just dedicated to that ministry. And one of the areas that there's Langley township and then it, there's a smaller area called uh, city of Langley, two different municipalities. City of Langley is only about 24,000 residents. The, the township is much, much larger. And, um, but that's where we have most vulnerable people. Uh, whether it's homeless, uh, but mostly a lot of low-income families that are really needing assistance, especially during this time of, of COVID. And, and so um, the bus ministry has gone in and been working with them, making sure we're getting, they're getting meals. They usually get them at school. So they're not getting them now from school. So they're making sure that they're getting meals. Mm-hmm. And then they're partnering with other organizations um, such as, and, and, and Anne and Helen Burns, who's on here, be familiar with this, is City Dream Center and working with them, a partnership with them to make sure that the most vulnerable are being taken care of. Um, so I just love how the church is stepping up to that because people are going to see that and they're going to see the good works that we're doing, hopefully see the good works that the church is doing and and. and um, make them want to inquire a little bit more about what this is about being involved in a church. Yeah, that's really great. So the hands and feet, very practical mm-hmm. needs being met by the church and the people who are, you know, say we follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's not just talking about it. We're going to yeah. pray for you. We're actually going to do it. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, what about you? I mean, with being a hairstyle, you know, your, your work and what that has meant being a hairstylist and, you know, the challenges there, but, but hope stories for you in, in your context and in your city, what are you seeing? Yeah. Um, so I was aware that city dream center was needing some help. So I shout that out to my staff. Um, we're still meeting together, um, once a week via zoom meetings and stuff. And, um, we brought toilet paper for the needs of that. And that was, um, really incredible that, you know, we're all in, in different places, but we all have that heart for our community and for our city. And um, that's even part of like our mission and vision is to serve our community with 
how we can as hairstylists. And a lot of times that is, you know, free haircuts um, for different men and women that might be in need at that time. But right now, how can we do it? And that was, you know, a simple roll of toilet paper, or a package of toilet paper that we had left and extra. Um, so that was really awesome. And my daughter and I have been making um, Disneyland. <laughs> they, they launched their... Um, food blog of things that they that people really love because Disneyland is closed so churros and beignets were things that they gave their recipes up for and so my daughter and I made heart-shaped beignets and um, she wrote a beautiful note to each one of our neighbors and as I fried them she ran a bag over to each house and gave them away and we in turn we did not want anything back but I am telling you the amount of flowers <laughs> that we've gotten and hanging baskets is incredible and it's just this time where I, I am a busy person and I'm out of the house and I'm working in church and I'm serving in church and I'm serving in my business and I don't often get the chance to sit down and have a conversation with my neighbors from my patio. So this has been really a beautiful time of um, getting to know people's names and faces and who they are and, and serving them too. So it's been, it's been awesome. Amazing. Yeah. And yeah. Have you found that too for yourself? I mean, you're just seeing the hope stories of love and kindness really kind of coming up during a pandemic and crisis, like we've never seen before in a way. Absolutely. I'm, I'm sensing that it's that uh, there's a verse in John that the, I think that the disciples, with the way that they love each other, that's the way that the world would know who Christ is. Mm. And it's that verse coming to life that as, as each person in the church, maybe we, before we took for granted that we gathered and that together in the gathering, we would do something. But now it's as individuals, our faith is increasing. We're becoming mobilized. Like I... I'm just so blessed to see also a unity within the church body. It's yeah. not about this place or that place or the other. It's together. Mm -hmm. Let's be a light right now. Yeah. And so it's this individual yet corporate blessing that has happened. It's, it's yeah. fascinating to witness. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, as we talked about these hope stories, I'm pretty sure that we are learning a lot about ourselves and our relationship with God through this new season. You know, mm -hmm. we come into 2020 with no idea that this, we would be in this situation. But what are you learning about yourself and God, his character or your relationship with him through this time? Vicki, mm -hmm. let's start with you. Right now, I'm supposed to be um, in Zambia, was supposed to be in Zambia on a missions trip at the Villages of Hope, um, serving there. And so I said, okay, okay, so God, what, what do you want me to learn from this during this time? So, um, I didn't really put it all together until I pulled out all the books I've been kind of working on and every single one is about prayer. And so this is my time to really just kind of hunker down. Um, I'm a huge multitasker. So to, to hunker down and focus in on one thing is a huge task for me. Like it has to be intentional and I have to catch myself, but I'm working on three different books and doing an online uh, Bible study on prayer. Um, I guess I want to be able to look five years from now or whatever and look back and say, what changed because of this and what did I do? And, and that's for me, it's prayer. I need to really figure out some things with that. <laughs> well, we'll be looking forward, Vicki, to see what those prayers, where they bring you to. 
Mm-hmm. We're on. It'll be really interesting a couple months when we come back to you and say, Vicki, how were those prayers? And what was answered? Are you still in, in, the, in sort of the questions? But it'll be really interesting to see and encouraged by that. So prayer is something that you're really kind of having the space and time to do more intentional and something that you're really learning about yourself. I love that. That's great. Stephanie, what about you? What are you learning yourself and your relationship with God through this time? Oh, lots. <laughs> um, I, I definitely need to be in prayer more. Um, I, I realized that um, really early on as I struggled with um, my daughter and this new like homeschooling and I was like, I am not patient. I'm not loving. I'm not kind. Like when I'm met with like difficult situations or the amount of stress that was piling up, I was closing my business. Did I still have staff? What, what was, what was next? Um, How God has shown up. Um, It's, it's crazy because in this time of being able to have more time at the beginning, I felt I actually that had less time because I was trying to like close and I just was like I've got a journal again like all my journals are these poems of crying out of praying and getting and I love like reading old journals but I had just totally gotten out of the habit of of just like writing to God and that being my prayer and not maybe voicing it in the same way and like my backstory is that we lost our uh, my stepson my husband's son five years ago in a tragic car accident where mm-hmm. It's an immediate, like crazy life change for us in a matter of four hours. And so who God was during that time to us and who he is through today, he is still the same. He's still bringing worship into me. He's still bringing, like, I was so scared that I was never going to find my joy again. And he brought my joy back. So all of those things, I know he is, is his there for me with me and and leads me through this and so I don't need to be afraid um and that's what I keep even saying to my staff is that you know if we can kind of like dig in to who we are in our foundations like I am rooted in Christ so he is going to guide me in my next steps and to continue just to pray and and journal that so that's kind of what I found love that the God is the same no matter during the crisis Mm-hmm. Or during crisis in the everyday, and he will help you. He'll help you get through this day by day, one day at a time, right, Stephanie? One day, one day at a time. time. Yeah. yeah. Good. Thank you so much for sharing, Alita. What about you? What are you learning about yourself and God through this this season through COVID nineteen? Yeah. Well, um, a lot of the same things that you girls are learning. Um, I'm learning that I uh, I'm relearning the ministry of motherhood, I think, um, in that I, you know, everything kind of got as much as I didn't really want it to, to kind of got pushed to the side when I have four kids, they're all home and they need me to kind of keep them on track for school. And we only have so many computers. And so I've just got to sit there and let them have these devices. And so it's been a new learning curve for me, um, in that way to have to let things go and it's interesting because right before COVID-19 hit, I had just, um, well, I have been reading different books about Sabbath, um, but I had been really just learning about Sabbath. And so this was very much um, kind of like a forced stop, slow down. And I mean, of course, I do not, um, wouldn't have prayed for this or wished for this or anything, but you have to look for the good in the midst of the bad. And so the good part of it is that the Lord has just taught me 
to slow down, to enjoy my kids, to mm. relearn how to do long division. Like, you know, and apparently it's changed, let me tell you. Um, and I don't know how that's even possible, but it's changed. And to learn how my kids learn and to kind of like fall in love with my kids again and to see how the things that make them tick. And, and even just yesterday, they were all, my th I have three boys and they're all so different. And the, the things that they each love to do and the way that they were expressing to me on Mother's Day, you know, why they love me for the things that I help them with. And I don't know, it, it's just been a really beautiful season for re-enjoying motherhood and and learning how to trust God. Of course, we're all learning that right now, but mm -hmm. for us, we're trying to make this move into Vancouver and we have had several panic moments of, oh, has this changed? Has this changed? Are we still going to move? What, you know, what's going to happen? And over and over again, we just keep hearing the Lord, um, of course, not audibly speak, but kind of just whisper in our spirits, taste and see that I am good. I will provide for you. Like, you know, just let me make much of my name. And so we're just like, okay, Lord, we will trust you. We will follow you, even though it was already hard before. And now it feels almost impossible. And I think God loves to work through the seemingly impossible situations, right? So then there's just no doubt that it's, it's him doing it. So that's we're continuing to, to trust him through that. So, yeah. Amazing. Thanks, Alita. And, you know, when we were talking about this coast to coast, I think one of the things that we were, we were encouraged by is that we're going to be talking to women in different provinces, starting in BC, but we're all the same. Like what they're saying, you know, prayer and motherhood and being reminded that God is our rock. Those are all things that women all across Canada, the world are working on, struggling with relearning, you know, when you say the kinds of the things that when we were talking saying, I think there's gonna be a lot more similarities as we go across the provinces and there are really differences. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing to hear. This is humanity, right? This is the, these are the things that we struggle with, the things that we love, the things that we've missed out on. Uh, it's, it's, there, it's definitely universal. We're gonna hear so many of the same echoes because it's a global pandemic. Therefore, there's like actually global healing happening as well. There's, you're saying, Alita, like look for the good things that are happening. There's a, a global pressing in to God. Uh, there's him showing up in the supernatural in various ways around the globe. You know, it's such a beautiful thing to, to just stop and pause and lean into that a little bit. Yeah, I love that. And I think for me, you know, I think... There's a lot there that as I'm listening to, I, you know, I think my prayer life has been, you know, it was a little stalled and in a crisis like this, and when change happens, you're digging in a lot more to say, okay, God, um, you've got my attention. Uh, here's some, <laughs> I've got lots of more time to talk with you. I think motherhood being in a blended family and our kids come to our home every other week as they are with their mother the other weeks just learning how to do blended family and transition well within a pandemic mm. and understanding schooling space in the home. And then I think also just knowing about my own value, like um, I am productive and high achiever and a control freak. <laughs> when a lot of these things kind of like go out the window, who are you? <laughs> who are you? And are you still valuable and valued as someone who is not producing or doing mm. much? And so these are kind of the questions that someone who, I mean, who's been a follower of Jesus since the beginning, you know, has had to wrestle with. So they're good things. They're hard. They're exhausting. 
They give me anxiety and stress, but I, they're good. So thank you for sharing uh, all of this. We're going to go to a break now when we come back. Anne is going to share a devotional. And then we're going to hear from Vicki, Stephanie, and Alita, um, their encouragement to the women and men in British Columbia and into the rest of Canada. So stay with us. Check out the See Here Love podcast and get the backstory. Get the inside scoop on real issues and real answers on common challenges we all face in relationships and in life. Find See Here Love on Apple Podcasts. Hi, I'm Melinda, host and executive producer of See Here Love, and I hope you are enjoying our conversation today. Well, you may not realize that See Here Love is made possible by the support of viewers and listeners like you. So would you please consider becoming a monthly donor? Any gift goes a long way in helping us build a community of women and men who talk about real issues and struggles as we navigate our faith together. Well, please go to seeherelove.com now and click on the big purple donate button. Thanks so much. Start your week off with me in your inbox. Sign up for our weekly newsletter today for exclusive content of See Here Love. Blogs, behind the scenes footage, and access to giveaways you'll love. Sign up today and let's start our week together. All right, well, we're back with our coast to coast conversation here in beautiful British Columbia with Vicki Yates, Alita Friesen, Stephanie Wright, and co host Anne Miranda, uh, just sharing our thoughts about being women in British Columbia and how we're navigating through COVID-19 and crisis. So, Anne, I know that you brought a devotional that uh, I know will encourage women here in BC, but also across Canada. So why don't you uh, share with us your devotional? Awesome. Well, something that British Columbia is known for, and it's been an echo through this time that we have been together, is Sea to Sky. We have a highway called the Sea to Sky Highway. And you actually, when you're driving up to go to... Whistler, uh, you have to take that highway and it starts off and you can see on your left hand side as you're going up, it's this beautiful landscape of the sea as you are literally driving down this up this windy road uh, up the mountain and you, this highway will take you up to the sky kind of idea. So it's, it's this gorgeous uh, gorgeous uh, name for a highway that is mm-hmm. about the splendor of creation. And you go up this, and every part of it, it's breathtaking. Whether it's a waterfall on the side, uh, or the as you see that the kind of the ships navigate through the ocean and the splendor of every creature. We've seen bears on that highway. I mean, it is gorgeous. Uh, and what I realize every time I go there is, Lord, my goodness, how beautiful is your creation, yet you thought of me. Yet you thought of me. And so I, I wanted to share with you in Psalms 95. Psalm 95, it says, Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. And in his hands are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his for he has made it and the hands formed into the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God and we are his people. And that is my prayer for British Columbia, that we would humble ourselves. We would humble ourselves. We would kneel down. That this would be our time, as Vicky said, you know, a time of prayer, a time of deep reflection, of pressing into the maker of heaven and earth. Lord, you've made me. What is your purpose for me right now? 
Uh, there is so much living hope each one of us actually possess. And so as we are navigating through these interesting times, let us actually be people that share that living hope and share the maker uh, as we actually experience him in, in our intimacy. Amazing. Thank you, Anne. That's so encouraging. See to sky. That's so beautiful representing uh, British Columbia. Well, as we finish up here, um, Vicki, I want to go to you. Just an encouragement to the women and men in BC and, and, and to the rest of Canada. What would you say as a final takeaway? Um, take this time. It's a gift, actually. Um, and to, just to see where God's going to uh, put you in places. Um, your neighbors. Um, this is probably most of the people that you can't see or have contact with is your neighbors. And what an opportunity to really just to, to get to know them, to um, if you don't know them, um, and to um, just have those, just to be there and have that, that contact and start building a relationship because as you build that relationship, um, so many great conversations can come from that. So that um, when this is over and we are expanding more, we've got a relationship that we're going to um, deepen. I love that. So, you know, sometimes we get overwhelmed by all the need. Yeah. God just says, your neighbor right beside you, you can connect with, you know, mm -hmm. the five or six. It's not, and that shouldn't overwhelm anybody. That no. should be, that's, that is possible. It's accessible. I love that. Your neighbor. It's great. Thank you, Vicki. Alita, your encouragement to the women in BC and Canada. Yeah, I would say um, similar to what Vicki said, but just um, I think that these are days where it's easy to be unintentional, especially when the when COVID-19 first happened, it, we were kind of all floundering about like, oh, I guess we'll binge on Netflix. I guess we'll, you know, do these kind of things. And well, you know, some of those things are kind of fun. I think that I have seen this time as a time to be really intentional with my time so that it doesn't just escape me and to create some new rhythms in my own life. Um, and as a community, some of us went through just a 30 day period of really rediscovering um, what those rhythms are, prayer, fasting, um, spending time with the Lord, journaling. That way, when we come out of this, because we will come out of this, we will come out of quarantine eventually, and I know that the provinces are starting to lift different things, but the point is we're all going to get back to a new normal. And when we get back to that new normal, my, my hope for all of us, my prayer for all of us is that we will um, have created some new rhythms in our lives that we will carry mm -hmm. over. Um, and that might be a little different for all of us, but part of that is just being intentional in our pursuit of the Lord. And um, because it doesn't happen on accident, we don't become mature Christians on accident. We don't, we don't pursue him accidentally. So I think just with this time, let it be a gift. Um, and as we're reaching out to our neighbors and all those things are so good, but also remembering like make time every day to spend time with the Lord, to pursue him, to fix our eyes on him. And that is the answer to so many of the other things that <laughs> the other problems and issues that we're, we're facing now and in the days to come. So wow. yeah. That's good. Thank you, Alita. That's great. Stephanie. Yeah, my encouragement would be because I've been working on this myself is that you are enough and um, that you are enough, period. You don't need to have millions, thousands or anything to reach your neighbor, to um, share a tea with somebody who's elderly, whatever it is. Um, that you're doing, you were placed in your neighborhood, in your city at this time, and God has a reason, and you are enough to carry forward 
his great word. Wow. You are enough. That is powerful. Thank you, Stephanie. So, Anne, some thoughts, and then I'll finish up at the end. But your closing thoughts for today. Yeah, I think poster that's behind you there. It's you are seen, you are heard, and you're deeply loved by God. That's what this is really about. It's a reminder. And as we hear what he's doing in the lives of our sisters, it's an encouragement to each one of us to continue running that race of faith, uh, you know, doing this journey and then sharing it with the people that we influence. Uh, I love what Stephanie said, that we are positioned in different parts, different neighborhoods, different parts of the country, different cities, all of that. That's all intentional. And because Mm -hmm. we're seen and heard and loved by God, I think there's our response is important. Our response to that uh, is, is really essential in this time more than ever. Remember there's prayers that have been invested I know there's prayers have been invested for God, you know, to move so uh, powerfully in this country and he's on the move. We may not realize how he's answering those prayers, but he is. And so I think it's a really incredible time in history that we get to um, witness all together. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing the conversations that as we travel from coast to coast. I, I'm excited to hear the common threads and the uniqueness of every province. Yeah, amazing. Thank you, Anne. Well, thank you, Anne and Vicki, Alita, and Stephanie for your presence with us. I uh, thank you for all who joined us uh, here, you know, online and on the show to be with us. Thank you, Helen, for your thoughts. And to you, our viewers and listeners, you are enough. You are enough. And so pray, pray to God, talk with him in your need. Um, What Alita said, be really intentional about spending time with him. Mm -hmm. And as you go, know that, yes, you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God today, tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day he is for you. Thanks for joining us. Bye. See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.